0: This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio.
1: Now RNIB's ongoing street charter campaign to declutter town and city centres, helping blind and partially sighted people navigate the streets easier, has received a major boost. Insight's Ian Wilson reports. Hull City Council have become the first local authority in the UK to officially sign up to the RNIB Street Charter and pledged to work with local disabled people to tackle the growing issue of street clutter. It's a major breakthrough for the campaign and I'm sure a welcome boost for RNIB Regional Campaigns Officer in the area, Tracy Deering. So Tracy, well done, you must be very pleased at this.
0: Oh, we're absolutely thrilled. Yeah, we're thrilled to be the first local authority to sign up to the charter and it's in Yorkshire and Humber, so that's brilliant.
1: So remind us again, Tracy, exactly what the Charter itself was set up for.
0: Yeah, well, the idea of the Charter has been ongoing. We've been working on it for a long time, about 18 months. And really the idea for it came out of our work inputting into the public realm work in Hull. It's a whole city of culture so 2017, and as a consequence of that, it's having a brand new city centre. So um, as a regional campaigns officer, I've been working with blind and partial sighted people, local society, wider disability groups, to make sure that the public realm work is accessible and make sure what they, the ideas they have for enhancing the city centre doesn't kind of actually stop people from, from using it. So, so we've been doing, doing that work. And as part of that, we've looked at We've looked at things around decluttering the city centre. So Hull's really good in some of the areas. So, for example, it's got a zero tolerance on advertising boards. But we really wanted a commitment from the local authority that that wouldn't disappear once the public realm work was completed because in order for that city centre to keep accessible, we don't want it to be all clogged up with advertising boards like we've seen in so many other areas. So one of the commitments... In the charter, is that they keep their zero tolerance on advertising boards and better manage cafe furniture and things like that, and involve us in planning, develop an accessible route for blind and partially sighted people to report difficulties because a lot of the systems for reporting things are online so inevitably are inaccessible. So we want lots of different ways that people can report. So the Street Charter for Hull really sets out all of those things. So it's a a pathway, if you like. It's a a way for us to start developing an action plan to deal with wider things, that clutter and prevent people from walking around.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this particular street charter was very much a group effort. There was lots of input into it, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it started off very much in the blind and partially sighted domain, really. So it's been really led by blind and partially sighted people. But quite rightly, whole City Council wanted a charter that reflected lots of um, different people's needs. Um, so that actually the public realm could be um, really ac- uh, accessible for everybody, not just blind and partially sighted people. So we worked with Hull Improvement and Access Group, which is is the access committee for Hull. So we worked very closely with them, and we asked for people to, uh, disabled people to come from from all different groups to to join in and have an input into the charter and it worked really well it worked really well because we, we had some really common difficulties and we and we focused on the shared difficulties so the the charter was much easier to develop
1: Now, this is the first council in the UK that's supporting the move by actually signing up to it, Tracy. Is it fair to say the response has been slow? And if so, why do you think?
0: Because it takes a long time. As a regional campaigns officer, my policy area is the built environment. So... I'm always really quite keen to get involved. And I think with the public realm works in Hull, it was a real good opportunity to talk about street charter and it it seemed to be the logical next step in terms of ensuring the city centre keeps accessible. I think they do take time. I, I think they're not easy to do and I think I think now one local authority has signed up and they, you can see an example of what it says and actually what's in there all makes sense. It's not it's not rocket science. It all makes sense and we're not asking for the world. Actually I think we'll see a lot more local authorities follow Hull's example. So for example I'm already talking to the local authority in Leeds and have shared Hull's street charter um, equally in Sheffield, they've been really keeping an eye on what's happening in Hull. So once, once you've got one signed up, I think, I think it's really difficult to ask local authorities to do something that nobody's done before. It all seems a bit scary.
1: Yeah, of course, it's bound to be. So well done to Hull and, as you say, hopefully another couple of major cities. You mentioned Sheffield and Leeds will yeah. maybe uh, follow up as well. Yeah. A final question for you, Tracy: When you have success like this coming through Hull and hopefully some others as well, how much of a shot in the arm does it give the campaign overall and yourself, would you say?
0: Oh, it's massive. It's really, really massive. But this is just the beginning for Hull in terms of the street charter and you kind of need the local authority to buy in at this stage to so say, Yeah, charter's a good idea because some of the stuff some of the elements of the street charter are quite aspirational. They're the things that the local authority haven't achieved yet and want to achieve, so you need an action plan around it. To have a launch, be the first, give the whole campaign an injection to carry it forward. Street charters are never the end; they're the beginning, they're the start of the conversation. It's not, it's not the end. So you need this, you need the local authority buying into it to give it the fuel to actually have all those meaningful conversations and, and start developing an action plan that's really going to make that street charter work on the ground.
1: Well, we wish you all the best then for uh, future councils and future successes. Tracy Deering, RNIB Regional Campaigns Officer for Yorkshire and Humber. Thank you for talking to us here on Insight Radio. You're welcome.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.